Hi, it's Megan. Hi, it's Brittany. And you're listening to True Colors. So what is today's episode? What is it called, though? What are we calling it? I know it's about music. The episode's called Music, the Sound of Life. Yeah. I'm really excited for this episode, though, because I think we talked about it last week about how music is kind of a love language as well. Like, I feel like when people tell me, like, listen to this song, it's like they're kind of trying to tell me something, like, when Mm -hmm. they tell me to listen to it. Um, Well, I know that's how I do it. Like, whenever I show music to people, I'm kind of showing, like... My emotion. Yeah, a piece of me. So I think that that's something everyone can relate to. So that's why it's a good topic. I feel like music's the first thing that you attach yourself with someone. Like your ability to... Yeah. So (laughs) Megan and I would be a good example of that because I think um, our Backstreet Boy connection was... Well, I think actually before that even, you had Glee playing in the office uh, at Disney and I came in the back room and it was playing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I love Glee. And then you played Backstreet Boys. And I was like, oh, I'm a huge Backstreet Boy fan. Because I think there's someone brought up the debate, like, sync or Backstreet Boys. It was Patrick. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So my biggest thing, anytime anyone walked into the trolley office, was there had to be music playing. Because that's how I got through my day. And everyone is obsessed with my Mamma Mia soundtracks, my Glee soundtracks, Backstreet Boy soundtrack. Everyone just lo- Music's like the first thing that you, how you can read someone. Well, to be fair, when you work at Disney during the holidays, they play the same four songs. Oh, God. And so while you're closing, they still keep it playing. And so many cast members have, like, petitioned for that. We're like can you guys just play some, like, Mariah Carey, like, <laughs> All I Want for Christmas is You or something? Like, do we have to listen to the 1920s, like, doo music? Same music every night. doo It just, it was too much. I just, it, it was annoying. So it was kind of refreshing to go in the back room when you had other stuff playing. Let's do a little catch-up really quick, though, on our week. Mm-hmm. Or I guess week. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Oh my gosh, yeah, it's been that long. Yeah. Yeah, I did. We had immediate family only at my house, but it was a good time. Uh, we, my mom cooked a full Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. so we had lots of leftovers, which was great because I had a lunch then for the next week or so. <laughs> um, and now I'm sick of turkey and I don't want it for another three months. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but no, it was good. We watched, we actually started watching our Christmas movies. We have certain Christmas movies we like to watch every year. So we started with that, and uh, it was good. It was a fun time, I think. Good. Yeah. We made the best out of 2020's Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, wrapped up the year with some turkey. Yeah. What about you? Um, We just hired our closest family. So it was the five of us, and then my Aunt Kristen mm-hmm. and her family, and that was it. Um, This is the first year our grandparents went there. <laughs> so it was, I mean, it was fun. It was, my mom made her mac and cheese. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was, that's the only thing my sister and I are very much like, I don't care what's on the dinner table, but if that mac and cheese is not there, we have a problem. Okay, so Brittany's birthday was the same weekend of Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving, a, like a couple of her closest friends came over and her mom made that mac and cheese. Oh. And I'm telling y'all. Oh my gosh. It is like the <laughs> best thing I've ever tasted. It's so dangerous. Like Oh yeah. Your mom can't cook around me. No. Just she her her mac and cheese is probably one of my favorites, and especially um I had to beg her to make it for th- my birthday because she's like, No, I don't know. And I was like, but here's the thing. Everyone needs to experience this mac and cheese. It can't just be our family. Yeah. So, I mean, that was fun. It was nice. We played um, our favorite game as a family, Five Crowns. It's just like the simple card game. And then my birthday was that same week. So, it was nice. I My best friend of 20 plus years surprised me um, by flying down for my birthday. Well, not just my birthday. But she surprised me on Thanksgiving for my birthday. And... Took me to San Diego. Literally, all we did was sit in a hotel 
and just hang out. And it was because we hadn't been together in years yeah at least three years i mean we saw each other briefly for a wedding but it was like it was blink and was gone but it was it was probably the icing to my weekend Mm -hmm. but but yeah it was a good it was a good week thanksgiving was fun uh and then we got to go back to visit some old friends at disney yes it was it was really nice. Um, it felt kind of weird to be, because California Adventure is open again, and that's where Brittany and I worked, was BVS, which is the main street of California Adventure. So to be back, even with all the alterations now, um, still felt like kind of coming home a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so that was really nice. Um, and it was weird because the day we just happened to come, literally everyone was there. Everyone was working. That was like our crew, like yes. our main crew. And so it was so nice to get to see everyone, even mm-hmm. though we couldn't hug anyone. That was very difficult, especially for Brittany. <laughs> I thrive on human contact. And the fact that one of my best friends who transferred to Disney Disneyland and then transferred back just for um, because we need the work. Um, I couldn't touch him. And it sounds really bad, but like. I think that broke my heart so much more than anything yeah. was not being able to physically wrap him in my arms. So I had to put my hand in the pocket a lot. Yeah. Or hug me. Or hug. Yeah. Hug me. And I was just like, okay, it's okay. We'll be, we'll be okay. Like at least everyone's safe and healthy. And then I think it was also hard for us because we ran into some coworkers that were there for leisure and they were the ones that had been let go from during the big, I don't know what it's called, but Disney kind of layoff situation Mm -hmm. right now. So that was really hard, too, to see them knowing that they were still there, you know, loving and supporting Disney, even though they couldn't be a part of it. And I know that that was hard on them, too. Yeah. So, um, but it was nice just to see everyone in our, like I said, our home. It doesn't even feel like a park to us. It literally feels like we're walking around to see family and Mm -hmm. see everyone. So um, it was nice. And And we got some treats. Oh, <laughs> if you ever find yourself at California Avengers, please drop in and trolley treats. And you have to, have to try their uh, churro toffee. Churro toffee. It is one of the best things that they have ever created. So it was a good, it was a good couple weeks. I think we did a lot um, while still staying safe and mm-hmm. keeping each other safe. And I think that's important. So yeah. yeah, it was a nice little holiday break. Yeah. And they were still playing the Christmas music. Uh, same <laughs> music every year. <laughs> um, but yeah, so speaking of music, we're that's pretty much what today's episode is mm-hmm. on. Um, we're actually gonna be playing a game. Yes. Uh I mean it's it's like I think it's a game it's a game. It's a game right? and <laughs> it's it's kind of like our you'll kinda get a feel of what we are. Mm-hmm. Um we're Megan picked out some categories for us. And well, it's more like we're just sharing, like we have basically a theme, like we say, okay, like what's your favorite song that reminds you of your siblings or a song that reminds you of your best friend, things like that. And then we're going to just play like a short clip of them. And I don't know, I guess it is kind of telling them a little more about us. It's getting like a little intro to what we feel in our music. Yeah. Which is kind of. A little ADD, because all of our music, like, you're in our car, it goes, like, you'll hear, like, High School Musical, and then, well, at least for me, you'll hear, like, High School Musical, and then you'll hear, like, Nicki Minaj, and then you'll hear, like, Victorious soundtrack, and then you'll hear, like, Tori Kelly, and then you'll hear Post Malone, and it's just kind of like, I, it's almost like I can't decide what I want. <laughs> it's so funny because when we first became friends, I was so shocked at how close our music tastes were. Yeah. Literally, if you're in my car, her car, it's probably about the same music yeah. every time. And I could not pick a better music buddy. But so, Megan, what is our first category? So our first category is play a they're going to be very tiny clips, guys, but play a small clip of a song or your favorite empowerment song. 
right now at least because I think mine changes all the time. Mine's change, but now it's literally the same song. So, Megan, do you want to go first? No, So what song was that? Where is it from? Why do you consider that an empowerment song? Okay, so it is from the Hamilton soundtrack. I still have yet to see that. Don't worry, we're going to see it sometime soon. But yes, it's from the the Hamilton soundtrack. It is um, Leslie Odom Jr. and Who I'm pretty sure is on The Masked Singer. I thought he was. We I was, will find out. <laughs> but the song's called Wait For It. And I have this thing where, and I've talked to you about it, is I feel like everyone else is moving at this pace that I have to move at. And this song especially is one of the best songs that they wrote. Because he's constantly having to, uh, his path is equaling Hamilton's path Mm -hmm. and this song makes him see that he doesn't have to be that straight line anymore he can he just waits for his opportunity Mm -hmm. it's not about Hamilton's opportunity it's about his Mm -hmm. and um the storyline of that song is just so beautiful and every time I listen to it if I'm having a bad day and I'm having those moments I put that song on and I just I feel like this weight being lifted off of me personally but yeah that song is just, uh, wait for it. No, you know what's funny is that I haven't seen Hamilton, but because I'm in the car with Britney a lot, I've heard it multiple times. And I really enjoy the lyrics to that song. There's a part, and you're going to have to give me the actual words, mm-hmm. but there's a part I know that sticks out to me every time I hear it. And it's something about dying, though. Oh, um, the I think it's death doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. Death it one. takes, it takes, it takes. And it's because... At the end, like you and I have talked about, at the end of the road, um, whether you're a sinner or a saint, you're still, death is inevitable. Inevitable. Thank you. Um, But it's, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, whether you are on the right or left, you're still going to die. Yeah. And well, I just, I think what's important about that, you know, we relate a lot of things to where the world is right now. I think it's important to just remember, you know, we all bleed red at the end of the day. And Mm -hmm. like, so, you know, there isn't a side, there isn't a a color that you stand with. It's, you know, pe- you stand with humanity, and I think, like, that's important. Mm-hmm. So I think that that song and that story does a really good job of empowering people yeah. to do that a little more. So, my song. <laughs> okay, hold on, I gotta turn my volume up. I never held my hand out and asked for something free. I got pride I could roll up for miles in front of me. I don't need your help and I don't need sympathy. I don't need you to lower the bar for me. I know I'm super warm. I know I'm strong. I know I've got this because I've had it all along. I'm phenomenal and I'm in so I really like that song. I know it's a not it's a newer song, I think. It's from the Ugly Dolls movie, which I apologize to uh, the person who wrote that movie or starred in it, but I still haven't seen it. But I, I will see it. It's just I found, actually it was on TikTok, a lot of women were lip syncing this song and that lyric specifically. And I really related to it when I saw it. I saw it when I needed to see it. Um, I think it was in like March or April. And I just, I really, everyone who knows me knows that I'm, you know, I'm al- I'm independent to a fault almost. So in the in the sense that I, it's difficult for me to ask for help. It's difficult for me to uh, want to allow people in to help when it's actually needed. But I really do like this song because I, I didn't play the part of it, but it actually leads into saying that you do want someone there. You just don't want someone that's going to try and fix you. Or, you know, like, it isn't going to touch, you know, your way of doing things. Like, not the negative things, but the positive things that you do. Um, like, so, like someone that's not trying to fix you. And also, it's reminding people, the song's called Broken and Beautiful. So, it's reminding people that it's okay to be a little broken, because we all are. Um, 
but we need to find the beauty in the pieces that are broken a little bit because that's who what makes us who we are now. So I love that song. It always makes me feel because it says I'm Superwoman and I know I am. <laughs> so I really like that um, entire meaning of song. And it's sung by Kelly Clarkson. So you really can't get a bigger powerhouse right there. So, um, yeah, just a, a beautiful sentiment to empowerment. The song, that song specifically, I heard for the first time actually yesterday when Megan and I were sitting in the car and... I love that song because, like, I mean, I love Kelly Clarkson in general because she's amazing. But, like, that song just, like, hit me because she just had that, especially with the movie called Ugly Dolls, it just, you know that it's going to touch on things that normally, you know, are insecurities and whatnot. I mean, I've never seen the movie either. That's what, I mean, that's what I got from the trailer is that there's apparently, like, an ugly ugly side of the world Mm -hmm. where everyone is quote ugly and i'm putting quotes around that because they're not Mm -hmm. um but it's where people are quote ugly and then the you'll see that there's a beautiful side of the world and that's actually like they're saying that that's the they're humans and they're all they all look the same so it's kind of finding the beauty in their differences yeah and i i love that i mean i feel that something that people need nowadays especially i mean for women who compare each other to one another it kind of goes with the theme of like showing your true colors without having to be painting it red white blue yeah because um someone else is painted red white or blue you know so i love that song it was such a good choice i it's so it's so good i'm like I'm going to listen to it on the way home. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the next category. Oh, sorry. It's the, um, what is your song that gets you in your feels? Uh, I didn't mean to make that sound, but, like, <laughs> that's hard. I think um, it's, it's not that it's hard. I think it's because you have too many choices. Especially <laughs> me. Um, so, what, define in your feels, like, 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 good feels, sad feels, or, like, you just... I think we should leave it open to interpretation. Uh, sh- so however you want to portray it. Okay, I'm going to have you go first on this oh, one. Yeah, I got Before you describe a song, yeah. I was wondering why that song was on my playlist, <laughs> and now I remember who showed me that song. Um, yes, so I absolutely adore this artist. I saw him live in like late February, March or something. I literally saw him right before everything started closing down for quarantine. I got to see him at the Hotel Cafe in L.A. I really hope that things start opening up again um, so that we can start seeing live music again. But his name is, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to mispronounce this. It's either Rabel or Rabel. But he is phenomenal, plays the piano beautiful. That, That right that you just heard was the recorded version. But if you hear him live, it's almost even better live. But the song, the reason it puts me in my feels, and I think it's very obvious when you hear the lyrics, it's talking about how when we're younger, we kind of paint this picture of what our life is going to look like. We say, I'm going to graduate college at 22. We say, I'm going to get married by 24. I'm going to have a baby by 26. Um, You know, I'm going to have this career. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Everything's going to fall in line with this timeline that we set out for ourselves. And the thing is, is that it doesn't turn out that way. And what it's saying is, is it necessarily bad that it turns out doesn't turn out that way? Or is it almost even better that life has this unpredictability? Um, so that's why that song completely gets me in my feels every single time I hear it. I do love that song. I I kept listening to it and I was wondering why that song was on my playlist because it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the person I would go to. But like that song was just... It hit. But Megan always has good music, because every time I get in her car, I have to add something else to my playlist. And I always tell her, too. I'm like, I have new music. Get ready. <laughs> get re-. And I'll tell her, too, if it's like a happy song or a sad song, depending on it. I'll be like, get ready to cry. Get re- get the tissues ready. Or I'll be like, are you ready? This is a banger. Like, <laughs> That's how I present music to her. <laughs> every time. 
so much enthusiasm. <laughs> so mine, I will list, let you listen, and then I'll explain why it's my favorite. Cause if I got you, if you got me, we don't need nothing else at all. Sleeping all day, driving all night, looking for a place we wanna go. We stole the night, and now this world is ours. Love, just us kids in a getaway car. So, Megan of the story. So, my boyfriend and I. I loved getting in the car and just driving to random spots. We would just drive. Um, we would go to the beach. We made the drive up to my school and then we drove around Camarillo. And it's just like getting in the car with just him and being able to just feel not just music running through us, but like having those interesting conversations, having those moments where we get to know one one another. And like the first time... Like, I think the first year we were dating, we drove so many different places just to connect a lot more. And then I, I don't know, the song, Leah Michelle sings it. She sang it, but it is about her and Corey Monteith's relationship. And it's probably one of the best songs on her um, Places album because it just, it, I cry every time because that's actually, fun fact, that's going to be my and my boyfriend's <laughs> first dance song is because it's just one of those songs that you just we're two people and we connect and this song if you listen to the whole song it just literally spreads out my life with my boyfriend yeah and i think also i mean for the listeners that don't know or didn't follow glee or didn't pay attention (laughs) to the news and you were living under a rock um cory monty died of a drug overdose um pretty much right before him and leah michelle had planned to get engaged so i think that it was just hearing her music that was written during that time after that time mm-hmm. um i think it means a lot more whether you were a fan of the show or not i think just like putting yourself in her shoes losing mm-hmm. the love of your life right before basically that life of theirs was ready to start already makes it so much more emotional um but it also i mean that's how fans connect to musicians mm-hmm. is that when musicians show us their vulnerability, we can connect to it because oh, yeah. we've experienced that vulnerability. Maybe not in the exact same way. Like I don't oh, yeah. I haven't lost the love of my life like that or anything like that. But I'm saying it it is nice to connect oh, yeah. more deeper. I think her first album was literally written, all the songs were written, and he was the only person to have re- listened to all his her songs except for the very last um song that's on her album. It's um uh uh, three words or something like that. If you say so, I was gonna say it's three words. Mm-hmm. Um, if you say so is the only song that he did not get to listen to. But it's like you said, it's interesting to watch someone's story being played out in their music. Because if you look at Leah Michelle, you look at um Kesha when she just came out with her new album, it was all about that vulnerability and taking us through the process of that song. And so I. I think that's why what we're saying in the episode in general is like, even if like, I'm not the one who wrote these songs or something, these songs, when you hear them, it's almost like you're kind of seeing into someone's soul a little bit, or you're seeing into their thought process right now, or their emotions right now, as you're, you're like, oh, that's the song that's on replay in your car right now. Like, how is that connected to your life right now? Mm-hmm. So with the one to our next um, theme is our favorite love song. So I want to point out there's a lot of amazing, beautiful love songs out there. The ones that I, or at least the one I chose, is my current quote love song, and it's not a stereotypical love song that I normally would listen to, but I like the story behind it, and that's why I chose it. Um, Britt, what about you? Um, I have a lot of love songs, so I piggybacking off of what Megan said, I write a lot, and I actually use music generally for my uh, inspiration so the song i'm actually going to choose is not necessarily a love song but it's one of my favorite songs that i think have one of i guess it's one of the songs that i i don't know i just resonated a lot with it and um but yeah um i'll let you listen to it it's actually the girl version of the song but this song is 
one of my favorites, so. He'll have his black suit, black hat, hiding out in the back. I'll take a strong shot of whiskey straight out the flask. I'll try to make it through without crying so nobody sees he's the one I want to marry. But he don't want to marry me. Okay, so it's not your typical love song, but I do love that song. And I I will actually disagree with you on that not being a typical love song, and I'll tell you why. Because that song, Thomas Rhett wrote that song. And that song, um, in my opinion, is the uh, epitome of what love is. Because this is someone that loved this person mm. so much that they let them go. And I think that is the hardest type of love to have in your life is to have fallen in love with someone, them not have fallen in love with you. And you sit there, whether it be as the friend, whether you're watching it happen on social media, Mm -hmm. but you sitting on the sideline, having to watch it all unfold. And what's weird is that you love them so much that you almost don't care if that they're waking up every day with someone else because the point is is that they're waking up loved and that's all you could wish for them. Okay, when you say it like that, you're totally right. (laughs) I picked this song because... So, right now, I'm in the middle of writing a fan fiction and this song, every time I listen to it, I just think, um, kind of what you said, like, how could you um, give up... how, How much do you have to love someone in order to give up for them and I feel like it's such a good idea to sit there and say like I if it was me and I was giving Sean found someone else I think I would have the hardest time but I love Sean enough to sit there and say if you're happy I'm happy you know and not that he ever can leave me because I will find him um (laughs) if you ever listen to this I will find you um, but you know, like this song is, I got people, <laughs> this song, this version of the song is, um, by Elle Mears and I found her cause she did a few covers of the girl version of that feeling and being the bride watching your best friend, um, give up, not necessarily give up, but like give up their happiness for you. And it's not even just about that, but like you're willing to go the extra mile for your like a best friend, a sibling or whatever. If you, they're happy, you're happy. Well, I also, we didn't get to hear it obviously because we're just playing small clips of them, but the, one of my favorite parts in the Thomas rap version, which I'm assuming she did as well. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a part in the bridge of the song where he says, um, oh. she's there. She is. She's by herself. Here's my chance. I could come up, I could tell her everything, I could stop it, and then he ends up saying, but instead I won't, and he said, instead I'll wish her well, and I'll wish her the best. And so I think that in itself, him, like, battling with that, mm-hmm. even in the moment, being like, okay, like, you know what, no, I'm actually, am going to let her go, I'm not even going to ruin, I'm not going to make it confusing for her, I'm not going to jump into her life right now and make it worse which I feel like a lot of people lack these days is that consideration. Mm-hmm. But I think that that would, that, that in itself is, I think it, that makes it a beautiful love song, oh. honestly, because oh, of that. Cause yeah. I was actually going to pick love story from Taylor Swift, but I was like, <laughs> that was too easy. Right. But okay. So Megan, your turn. Yes. I hear a lot about sinners. Don't think that I'll be a saint. I might go down to the river Cause the way that the sky opens up when we touch it It's making me say That the way you hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me Okay, so I love that song for a couple of reasons One, I love it because as a lot of like my friends know I was not a huge Justin Bieber fan when I feel bad for saying this, but when he was kind of going through his bad boy phase, um, 
And I feel bad for saying that because I feel like a true fan would stick through them through all of that. Ashley. And <laughs> and I feel like I I just kind of like did a whatever thing um about him. But his his Christian journey that he's been going through since a little bit before Haley and like now that they're married, they got baptized together again. Lots of his music is Christian. He does this song with Chance the Rapper, who is also a Christian, um, and is one of the few artists that at music award shows has brought Christian choirs onto the stage with him, um, and has straight up been like, you know, praise God on the stage. So I adore both of them. Um, but I just really enjoy this song because, again, another lyric that I didn't play, but Chance the Rapper says, the first step is pleasing the father. And it says, and that's the hardest to take. And that's true because, you know, a lot of things in the Christian church that we do in relationships and the courting part of it all and all of that, um, it's kind of cute if you think about it. Like for the people that actually do it, I think it's beautiful and romantic if you actually do it. But all of that courting and that, um, you know, understanding that God's at the center of your relationship and things like that, that's what this song was written out of. Um or written for. And so that's why I really enjoy this song. I think it's one of the better songs that's out there right now. And I'm, I'm hoping some teens are hearing it and actually wanting to embody a relationship like that. But you know, you never know. So I really, that's why that's my love song right now that I listen to a lot. Plus it's more upbeat. It's better than my normal, let's all cry in a corner, wear black <laughs> love songs. So. <laughs> I really can't even with you. You do not have those songs. I think you rarely have those songs. I actually have never actually heard that song. It's actually my first time listening to what? a snippet. Oh, we'll you have the whole thing later. Yeah. You actually haven't played that one yet for me. Yeah. <laughs> so from what I heard, it's actually a really good song. Yes. I'm not the biggest Justin Bieber fan. I've, I my sister was obsessed with him. Yeah, Let Sabrina. me tell you. Never <laughs> say never. DVD was played a lot in this house. My coworker Ashley, my friend and coworker Ashley, number one fan since day one. She will tell everyone and anyone that will listen. She was day one. But I never really got into him until I think recently when he just like his songs were a lot more me. You know, like stick with you, him and Ariana. Oh, I, love uh, that song. I think we we actually played their first episode. I love that song. I actually did love his um, "Love Yourself." That's a beautiful yeah, song. Yeah, I have that song. And you want to know my favorite lyric in that song? Shout out to Mama Lauer. Um, <laughs> she it says, uh, "What does it say?" It says, uh, "My my mama don't like you, and she likes everyone." It's weird because for my mom, I feel like you got to flip that because it's like my mom doesn't like anyone and she likes you. That would make more sense yeah. for my mom. Um, but Same with mine. But it's it's yeah, our moms are mama bears a hundred percent. Like, and they read people well. Oh yeah, no, my mom was right. So many friendships. Yeah, so many friendships and, and relationships. And what's the worst part is that we take so much time thinking, no, I'm right about this person. And I'm right about or my friend said whatever. this. Yeah. And it's like, no, no sorry, she, your mom will always be the one that's right in these situations. We don't have to tell her that completely. Sorry, they'll hear it when they listen. Anyway. Right? So the next category is actually one of my favorites, um, the song for your siblings. This song, I think I went first, but I want to go first only because no, I'm betraying our Backstreet Boy by playing this, these uh, men. Oh, you are fine. Is uh, it in sync? It's in sync. Uh, it's okay. I still love that. <laughs> so my sister... So we used to have this thing where it was InSync versus Backstreet Boys. Sabrina was an InSync person. I was a Backstreet Boy girl. And we used to make these little shows. It was her, my cousin Michaela, my cousin Karina, and myself. And sometimes our uh, brothers would help us. But we would put on little skits and we would do it to We would do a talent show every Christmas at my grandma's house. And so my sister and I did InSync. Um, and it was always to the same song. So... Okay, 
I was going to play the Glee version of it because it had I Want It That Way and Backstreet Boy and NSYNC. But, like I said, this is one of my favorite songs to play with my sister. We would put on these little skits and or these talent shows. And then sometimes we used to share a room. So we would dance in our room to NSYNC and Backstreet Boys or random songs on the Now CDs. We had a ton of Now 16, Now 5, Now 4. My dad found a ton of them when he was cleaning out the garage. And he was like, I did not realize how many of these you actually had. And I was like, yeah. Now we just go on iTunes and we can just listen to it there. But yeah, that was my song of my siblings. Sabrina, mostly, because we listen to a lot of music together. Okay, I have mine. Okay, here we go. Promise I swear, wherever you go, just always remember that you got a home for now and forever. And if you get low, just call me whenever. This is my home to you. Wherever you go, just always remember you're never alone with birds of a Sometimes. Okay, so I love that song. And again, I never play the lyric that I love the most. and it's, She only plays the chorus. I know, I play the choruses. But okay, so my favorite lyric in there is it says, I know I drive you crazy sometimes, and I know I call you lazy, and that's most times. Um, and then it says, but you complete me, and it says, you're my tuxedo and I'm your bow tie. The point is, the reason that I love that song is because it does say, like, all. first of all, Dad, I don't know if you're even ever listening to this, but... It says, remember when we crashed your dad's car? We never did that. That never happened. <laughs> um, but it's just, it, it is a metaphor for all of the things we have been through because I think that's something so special. That's why I always feel so sad for people that are only children. But when you have a sibling, there's just something about, you know, you could tell them that you hate them, yell at them, mm-hmm. kick and scream that you're never going to talk to them again. But the second they need you, like yeah. there's not even a question. There's just, there's, yeah, there's just not even a question. So the sibling songs, um, those mean a lot to us, period. And I think that, I think that it's, it's just a great song and I'm just really happy that it's out there. Oh, and it's the best Just Dance song to do. I don't think I've ever done it on Just Dance. Oh, well, don't worry. I have Just Dance 2020. We will be doing that because that's one of my favorite ones to do. And it's a double, you can do it together. Double it up. All right, next one is a little more sentimental. And I think the reason or the way that we picked these songs, this song is for our dads. Um, I think we picked the song that we would like to dance at our weddings to, if that ever happens. Um, Oh, it's happening. (laughs) um, We would like to dance to our weddings to with our fathers. So mine was hard. My dad, um, I actually have a few, but this one, especially because I. I love, I don't get to dance with my dad. So every time we out, there's a family wedding, I love dancing with my dad. So, so the song is, I loved her first. So, huh. From the first breath she breathed, when she first smiled at me, I knew the love of a father runs deep. And I prayed that she'd find you someday. But it's still hard to give her away. I loved her first. So, it's by Heartland. I loved her first, like I said. Um, not to get too emotional, but my dad is one of the best people I have in my life. And he takes everyone in as his own. And he always, he's one of the strongest people I know. And he's the youngest out of uh, six kids, and he takes care of everyone. His siblings, um, his kids, or his non-biological brothers and sisters, my friends, my sister's friends, my brother's friends. Um, but he's probably one of the safest people to talk to, the kindest men in my life, and he will always be my first love. When I went through my breakup last five years ago, my dad came home from work uh, early check in on me because I took it so hard and my dad just held me and told me that he loved me and he'd be there for me no matter how I was feeling but he's also the first person and I've said it in past episodes he was the first person to reach out to me when it came to my anxiety and he's always 
my biggest champion. But, I mean, my dad's awesome. I love my dad. Yeah, dads are super man. Okay, so here's mine. Daddy set the bar real high Showed me what a real man looks like It's gonna take one to fill those shoes In his eyes nothing less will do He's gotta be a man of God Keep it tight when he ties that knot Lucky as a girl's ever gonna get To love a man that's half the man that my daddy is Okay, so I'm sure a lot of people already know that song because it got pretty famous on TikTok. But I, the reason that I really enjoy that song, and I'm going to keep it short and sweet, but like the reason that I really enjoy that song is because when I think of my dad, of course, I think of all the great moments I have with him now as an adult, but I really do think of all of the times that he got home from 12 hour shifts and my dad worked hard, hard labor jobs. Um, like he was a teamster and things like that. So he would work really long hours and he would come home and he would still make these memories with us. And one big memory that I'll always remember is I was an athlete growing up and he was at every softball game because my softball games were at night and he would come after long days of work and come and be cheering me on. Another big thing is for my littlest sister, she was a cheerleader in high school, and I'll never forget him coming to those football games whenever he could, and again, working all week, and coming to these football games, and he would, after every cheer, he would go, yeah, cheerleaders, woo, and so it's like, no matter whether you were, you were doing the athletics, because my sister also was a softball player, and volleyball, and like all of us did, um, but it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether I was at a dance competition, whether she was cheering at a football game, like he was whatever kind of dad you needed him to be. If you needed him to be a cheer dad, when I played tennis, he was, he would stand at the fence while I was playing tennis. Um, he was cheering you on no matter what. And he supported everything. And he's always reminding us how proud he is of us. Um, and so that's something that I just feel so lucky to have because I know a lot of people don't. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we are very lucky to have dads that stuck around for every little and big moment. Oh, yeah. So I think that's what's so great about this turned into a dad episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, one thing I have to say about both our dads, which I think both of obviously our friends can attest to, is our dads are very welcoming into the family. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I literally can remember the first time I met your dad and he just like gave me the biggest hug and I was like To be fair, you brought him a sweet tea for McDonald's. I so. did. <laughs> I asked Megan what your your uh her parents liked and I got him this big thing of sweet tea and he was just like, Okay, give me a hug. Give yeah. me a hug. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But right. if we're talking about our dads, we have to we have shout out our moms. <laughs> Megan, what is your mom song? Oh, I already got it. Guiding me always to succeed. Show me when I was shown just how to grow. You showed me everything that I should know. You showed me just how to walk without your hands. Cause mom, you always were the perfect thing. Okay, so Real quick, I like I said, I'm trying to keep my thing short and sweet because I know I'm rambling a lot. But <laughs> this song is a Backstreet Boy song, whatever, yeah. hate on it, I don't care. This is a Backstreet Boy song, uh, The Perfect Fan, and the story behind this is that pretty much every year uh, that it was Mother's Day, birthday, whatever, when I was younger, I would always play this song somehow for my mom, and then I got older and learned how to work a computer, and I made a slideshow for her, and this song was one of the songs that was behind a lot of the pictures. I love this song. I think it it embodies what a mother is, which is, you know, it's someone that takes us from when we're really, really little. Well, let's be honest. They take us from being in their stomachs, going through all of that pain and all of that uncomfortability during for nine months, giving birth to us. And literally just like, I don't think until we are moms ourselves, we're ever going to understand that love yeah. you know we can try we can love people trust me we can we can always joke that we're the moms of our friend groups we're and stuff such moms. but the thing is is that we are never gonna know that type of love no. until we are there ourselves 
because I've tried to get my mom to explain it before in words. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. we will never understand what it feels like to be waiting up for us to come home, um, worried that we won't. And it, or whatever, every time we have a heartbreak, they're feeling it almost 10 times as hard as we are feeling it. Um, any times we're crying, they're feeling it 10 times more than we're feeling it. And that's because we literally came from their body. Like we, we are a part of them. So I, you know, if you haven't told your mom you love them or you're mad at them or whatever, get your stuff together. Get your it. stuff together because she birthed you. And I don't care. That argument will live forever. <laughs> that's my mom. She's like, hey, I've birthed you. Yeah. I put uh, you in this world. I can take you right out. <laughs> literally every time I do something wrong. So this song is mine. So it's Who I Am by Jessica Andrews, and I played this snip that was the most important. Out of everyone in this world, my mom is my biggest fan. I can think of every time she stayed up until 3 o'clock in the morning helping me with the homework assignment and that being in third grade. And it sounds – there's not a lot of homework in third grade. (laughs) But when you have a daughter who has ADD, auditory processing issues, doesn't want to do her work, my mom – was committed to staying up with me. And then let's fast forward to college where, let's be real, there were times I called my mom at 8 o'clock at night saying, I have a paper due tomorrow and I need your help. And she stayed up every time with me. And um, she used to work at Disney and she was doing her teaching stuff. And she would stay up with me, go to the library and do her homework, then get up and do class, then go to Disney. And when she got home, she would help me. And she did it all the time without complaining. And let me tell you, I could never repay my mom enough. And it's because of her that I'm the person I am now. And I hope I'm half the mom she was to me, my brother and sister, and to a good chunk of my friends who always call my mom their mom. Yeah. <laughs> right? Our families, I'm part of her uh, Megan's family and she's part of mine. We never say like how's your mom. We always say how's, how's mom. mom? <laughs> how's dad? <laughs> but yeah, that song brings a lot to my heart. But moving on from that, our favorite Christmas song since you know Christmas is only like 3 weeks away. We actually we actually played this song for each other last night mm-hmm. and I will play mine first. Again, going with the theme of everyone knows how much I love Glee uh <laughs> or musicals. But here you go. Now I know what a fool I've been. But if you kissed me now, I know you'd fool me again. And the very next day, you gave it away. Gave it away. To save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Okay, I honestly, the only reason why I love that song so much is because Leah Michelle and Gory Monteith in the song. Is fire. It's so good. I think it's just a good song in general. Of course, like, I'm sure it's sad for some people because it's like, you know, you're talking about someone that hurt you at Christmas. So you're like, I'm going to I'm going to give my heart to someone who actually appreciate it. Yes, that's the sad part of it. But let's be honest, it's kind of a banger. Like, it's it's nice. It feels good to, like, you know, rock out to that song. It's a good do up. Yeah. <laughs> but I love this version. Um, so mine is a specific version of the song. Everyone's heard it. It's played in every Christmas movie, but here we go. Guys, 
get the gist. I'm sure everyone already knows what song it is. So it's called Baby Please Come Home. And I think in parentheses, I think it says Christmas or it's called Christmas and whatever. The point is, is that I love that song. That's the Darlene Love version. That's the, the version I like the most. I know that like Mariah Carey and a bunch of other people have covered it. But I like the original Darlene Love version. And I don't know. Whenever I hear that song, it makes me think of good times with the family. It makes me think of driving and looking at Christmas lights. Oh, I And the yes. joke is on me. Because the whole song is about snow coming down, and I live in Southern California, and I never get a white Christmas like that. But it's fine. Um, I will do that eventually one day. But We'll go to Big Bear. Yeah. For now, I'll appreciate my Christmas in the sun. But yes, that's absolutely one of my favorite Christmas songs. So our next category... Aw, I didn't even know this was going to be written down. Okay, uh, this is our song for each other. Oh, dang it. I feel like we're going to have the same song. I don't think so. Okay, go ahead. I'm pretty sure we won't. Okay, we'll Fingers see. crossed. Okay, I actually have, like, two, but I'm not going to play both of them. Just pick one, but... or I pick the other. <laughs> so, as most of you know, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go back and listen to them. But Megan and I met my birthday two years ago, and our mutual love for musicals and Backstreet Boys were a thing. And literally three weeks, probably around this time, two years ago, I uh, I posted something about wanting to go to a Backstreet Boys concert in Vegas, knowing full well no one was going to go with me. I'm picking another song now because I know Which one are you? No, just play it. <laughs> Which one were you going to no, pick? just play it. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's not that song. Okay. It's not that song. I hope. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we clearly know each other. So... One of my best memories with Megan, and the reason why I put this category is because through the whole journey there, we literally were just asking each other questions and whatever, and getting to know one another. So I actually picked this song because it was a very chanced meeting. We were making, we we're meeting each other because I actually wasn't supposed to work the day before my birthday, but I picked up the shift and I ended up meeting Megan. What are the chances that we ended up dancing Like two in a million, like once in a life That I could have found you, put my arms around you Like two in a million, like once in a life What are the chances So I ended up coming to work and I was very happy I did because I got to meet Megan And it was because I gave her a treat one of the cast members, Debbie, made me these little cookie treats, and I was handing them out to everyone, and Megan was like, oh, thanks, and then we just started talking, I added her on Facebook, and, you know, two years later, and we're still very close, she's, you know, my best friend, and we did the podcast, and so the song Chances is also off of Backstreet Boys' um, DNA, which we went on the DNA tour, um, so... It just seemed like the perfect song because we love that song together. Now that I'm babbling, uh, Megan, what song is yours for me? I can hear you getting emotional because you already heard me play. I don't, I'm not getting emotional. <laughs> okay. We must learn and we are led to those who help us most to grow if we let and we help them in return Well, I don't know if I believe that's true But I know I'm who I am today Because I knew you Okay, we're stopping it there. Okay, so first of all, I love Wicked. I've seen it twice at the Pantages. I can't wait till things open up again so I can go see it a third time. But I I like this song a lot, just in general. But I do believe that I think that, you know, people come into our lives either to learn a lesson or they're, a, they're either a lesson or a blessing, I think is what the phrase is. Um, and I do believe that our friendship is more of a blessing. <laughs> I, I I, I'm so. hoping nothing happens in the future that's oh like, God, oh, it's a lesson. That. I'm sorry, knock on wood. Okay. But... So I, yeah, I really do, I do believe that because, and I've said this to like my mom a lot before too, is that I feel like Brittany is one of the friends that, 
um, has just done so much for me without ever expecting anything in return. Um, even though, of course, I try my best to oh return as much as I can. But I, I just, I really appreciate it. And, and Brittany is one of the friends. I've learned that my friends that I've kept close to me, especially this year, I've learned that the reason that I am not disappointed in them at all is because I am now surrounding myself with friends that have the same heart as me. And I think that, you know, if, you, if you're if you not surrounding yourself with people that have the same heart as you, that's probably why you're struggling a lot. But when I mean the same heart, I don't mean that they're always giving you everything every single day. I'm talking like you understand that there's an understanding between the two of you that some days I need 80% of you, some days you know, you need a hundred percent of me. And I think that's how it is with relationships too. But I think that's how it should be because friendships are relationships. So I think that you guys should be giving that type of percentage whenever each other needs it. You should be able to have that heart to know, Hey, I know you're not, you're at like 20% right now. So here's 80 of me. But we can't finish this episode or finish this game with one of our favorite songs. One honorable mention. I've been all around the world, done all there is to do But you'll always be the home I wanna come home to You're a wild night with a hell of a view There ain't no place, ain't no place like you There ain't no place, ain't no place like you I think that that song is so um, beautiful because it's ironic that our first big trip outside of work and everything was a trip somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we still felt like we were home because mm-hmm. we were with each other. Yeah. Even though we had barely known each other. Literally a few weeks. <laughs> but we like, we felt like we were still, we still had home with us. And I think that was one of the moments that we have lots of them, but that was one of the moments that we realized you know, home really isn't where you are. It's who you're with. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, whoever you feel at home most with, you know, whether that be your best friend, your sisters, your brothers, your mom, your dad, like, I think, you, you know, because I feel like people are always running yeah. from home saying, like, I'm going to find this if I go here and I'm going to find this if I travel here mm-hmm. or if I go to this state or if I move my whole life and do this. And it's like, you're running, you're running, you're running. And it's like, you know, those, those people, you don't need to run anywhere. They're there. Oh yeah. So I think, I think that that's, um, that's a, just a really good song. Well done Backstreet Boys. Don't think you'll ever right? listen to this, but if you do, big don't, fans. Big I'm going to tag him. <laughs> but right. that was a great game. Do our shout out. So as you guys know, we are shouting out small businesses. So please keep, we have a few that are already on a list, um, that would like to be shouted out, but we would love to add whoever wants us. It doesn't matter if you just started your business or your own podcast or whatever. Let us know. We would love to shout you guys out. Um, so this week we are shouting out, is it Maggie? Is, it? is that how you pronounce it? It might be Maggie, like magic. Yeah. Okay, so it's M-A-G-I underscore crafts on Instagram. Um, she makes custom card holders, custom ears, and custom keychains. That can be Disney-related, it can be movie-related, whatever you're looking for. Um, But everything she makes is incredible, and I think that that's really important for us to be supporting at small businesses, especially right now and especially if you live in California. So um, support those. shut down. Stop it. Okay. (laughs) All right. So do you want to do this first? Wheel of Ideas. I don't know why we do that because it makes a sound. It's okay because also I put the. Oh, it doesn't have one. Let's try again. Let's try again. (laughs) Let's try again. Traditions, yours and ours. You want to know why that's perfect? Christmas. Yes. I was just thinking, I was like, we need to do an episode about Christmas, but I knew that we had the fun wheel. So I was like, well, I can't technically predict what we're going to talk about, but perfect. We can talk about our traditions. Hopefully some of your guys's, um, you know, message us on Instagram is like every week and, um, we'll share some of your quirky family traditions, maybe your favorite meals, favorite games, or maybe your worst memory of oh. Christmas, hopefully not a sad one. Make it kind of funny. That'd be better. Link towards the comical yeah, side. Yeah, let's keep things light here. 
That's super fun. I'm really excited for that. Well, also because, so, um, we have two things to announce before we do the final quote of the week. Mm-hmm. First thing is that, thanks to Brittany, we now have a YouTube channel up. Yes. So, we put our I Feel Pretty Unpretty um, music mm-hmm. video that we did a little while back um, on there, and we're going to be doing a lot more things like that if we get to ever travel. Yeah. Um, we are going to be posting videos and experiences there. Some of them will be behind the scenes of us just traveling or just driving around because that's one thing Megan and I love to do is just get in the car and just drive to random yeah. spots. And uh, I've been wanting to get a camera for my car forever. Perfect. So we're very excited about that. And the second thing is you guys should be on the lookout on all of our plat- social media platforms. One new one also is our TikTok, which yep. is going to be starting this week officially. Um, so you'll see a few videos on there as well. And Shout out to Jackie. Oh, yeah. Um, Megan's sister, who is going to probably end up being the the editor. The for TikTok our- manager. Yeah. That's a better point. She's going to also keep us young because we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and the, th- I'm sorry, I said there was only two announcements. The third announcement is that keep a lookout because we will be releasing a very special um, Christmas video. Mm-hmm. And we are very excited for it. And you guys should be too. And then Megan's, fa- my favorite, because it's Megan talking. <laughs> my favorite spot is our quote of the week. So the quote of the week it technically has nothing to do with music, but it does have to do with kind of like our world right now. And especially if you live in California, like we said, things are shutting down again. We know that things like depression, anxiety, all of the rates have been going up, especially when the lockdowns have been happening. So we just want everyone to know that this is a safe space to come listen to. Hopefully you feel like you're just sitting next to some friends and having a conversation. Hopefully it sparks a conversation with you and your friends. So here's the quote of the week. This is not the year to get everything you want. This is the year to appreciate everything you have. Drop the expensive mic. (laughs) No, it's not. I'm just being funny. But as usual, keep showing those true colors. And we'll see you guys next week.